Welcome to Games Overboard. I'm PJ. I'm Dan. I'm Angie. Way to go. Ruin our intro with your phone, PJ. It's going to be muted out anyway. Oh my god. Well, bag. not now, after I've said it. It's not a teenage dirtbag, though. <clears throat> I hope not. Teenage dirtbag with three kids and a job? Teaching other times. I was talking about bag. you. <laughs> he called you a dirtbag. Whoa, whoa. Were Hello, you not paying attention? <laughs> No, actually, I really wasn't. Clearly. <laughs> I love how the music just cuts out. It's how the song ends. <laughs> it's literally how the song I ends. I know it. It's been... And just joining us is Shanna. So how did you guys do in Tapestry? Did you win, Angeli? No. Not a this Angeli. time. Angeli. <laughs> oh, Angeli. Daniel won, actually. Damn right I did. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> if you like were playing, he wouldn't have beaten you, though. How Probably many not. points did he get? 201. Trash. You got to bump those numbers up. Yeah, it was my first time <laughs> playing. It was my first time good. playing, too. <laughs> I feel like he cheated, though. Hey, I went to outer space. So I did, PJ. too. I you just copied my idea. Conquered everybody. I, I didn't mean to, actually. It just kind of happened because mm -hmm. the science diet started sending me up that track. Yeah, sure. You're like, this is how Shanna won. I'm going to just follow in her footsteps. <laughs> I understand. So, everyone, we played Tapestry. That's right. This week. It's a civilization game. It didn't Why end. are you so quiet? I don't know. Yeah, that's better. You sound better. Yeah, not, not, there he not, is. Not, there's there's Dan. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you tell your listeners your story? No. No, they were fighting over who was going to tell. Oh, no, that's not that story. They're fighting over who's going to tell the dark story today. Oh, too late. I already have it. That's funny. Dan's in charge of that. I thought he didn't like it. I don't, but it's hilarious to see PJ. He did it brain. last week too. Wahahaha! <laughs> Payback. Tis a female dog. Are, are you gonna read it or? Are you oh just yeah, gonna I hold guess it, it in your no, hand. No, I, I was gonna wait for it for like a little bit, but fine. Fuck you. If we're gonna do it, <laughs> this is called a lethal dinner. A woman is planning to kill her husband during dinner. However, she commits suicide while preparing it. Go. She accidentally poisoned the wrong drink. Close, but no. She poisoned the food and then accidentally ate the wrong bit of food. Nope. She was allergic to whatever she made. Oh. That's Anaphylactic good one, but no. shock. That's actually very good, one, but no. Is Thank poison you. involved? Y yes. Okay. <laughs> that was. <laughs> You never no, know okay, with no, dark that's right. stories. It didn't say it. No, that's right. Poison was involved. Oh, I'm itchy. Uh, Don't look at me like that. Uh, so poison was involved. Poison was involved, yes. And you said she's the one that dies? Yes. Okay. She ends up committing suicide. Ends up committing suicide. Who does she want to poison again? Her husband. Like, deliberately? All right. Let... Yes. It's deliberate. It's deliberate. All right, check it out. This is a dark story. So I think what happened is that, like... She was going to poison him, but then she realized that he was in love with her yeah, like, sister. Yeah, she learned something new. And yeah. so, because there was a phone call, yeah. and he realized that she's in love with her sister, and she just can't off her husband because she wants her sister to be happy, so yeah. she kills herself. It's got to be something like that. Something ridiculous like that. You're looking way too deep into it. It's too true. That's how dark stories are, though. <laughs> That's true, but not this time, surprisingly. I mean, it is a little, I wouldn't say convoluted, but it's like, well, okay. So it's actually better than some of the stor dark stories we've had? Uh, yes, actually. Wow. Uh, I like okay. Not more. as good as last week's, though. That was hilarious, considering all the hints I gave you. <laughs> uh, last week. 
freaking last week. <laughs> wow. Okay. So let's talk about the game. My head hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel now. I want to tell a story. Oh, boy. What are you doing? This is a real story. Oh, no. I want to get a little snip up here. Snip, snip up, not snip bit. Because I'm so tired from <laughs> pulling many hats in this house. What's your snip up? Murder Swamp in Newcastle, PA. This is fantastic already. Yes. You ready? I would like your listeners to realize that the Wahas exorcism is better than this. Would you one. get out of here? <laughs> cut a mic, cut a mic, cut a mic. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. I know how to use this now. Crap. All right. So Murder Swamp is known for headless victims. The first young victim was a man discovered in October 6, 1925. He was nude, headless, and had been there for at least three weeks. His head was found ten, two days later, but proved no help with identification. About ten days later, uh, another headless male skeleton was found. Again, two days later, the missing skull was discovered with a female skull. The body of the female victim was never located. And on and on it goes. Wow. Hey, we found this guy's head. Who is it? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> but not this guy's over here, because this goes to that. Oh, wait, this is a female. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of dead bodies here. <laughs> and then <clears throat> in 1933, more dead headless bodies. And then in 1939, more dead headless bodies. I swear to God, if you say and then one more time, I'm going to kill you. And, and then, then, and then, and then. So I just wanted to give my own dark story. That's a real story. That's dark. That's all I got. Cool. That came from Supernatural Pennsylvania by Lori Hall. Murder <laughs> Swamp. And none of those bodies have ever been identified. And the murderer still is at large. Well, he's probably dead by now. It's been 100 years. But And then. And then. Oh, and then. Oh, and then. And then. I just pictured like some 120-year-old like trying to kill someone. <laughs> It was so much easier back then. Mrs. Walker, then. I'm coming to get you. I'm not sure we can do that anymore. Just kind of like get one of the electronic ones. Speak and spell. So Tapestry is a Stonemeyer game. <laughs> One to five. He types plays. in wrong. I'll kill you, but it says I'll till you, and it's confusing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ah, oh, darn it. Delete, 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 kill. There we go. Till. I don't know. I want the Some till. Some of those bodies could be tilled up. Mm-hmm. I, oh, you're a farmer. We talked about I was thinking about till like as in money from a cash register. I was like, I'll take your change. I'll take your giblets. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so this was designed by Jamie Stegmaier. Yes, it was. From what I heard, a lot of it stemmed off of him seeing the buildings, the mi- building miniatures. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I need to, I need these in a game. i don't i don't know if that's true but i i'm pretty sure i heard or i read that in like a a blog somewhere asked him i know right i mean you talk to him so often your best buds talked to him three times he gave us a a shout out yeah uh wednesday during his live stream i hopped on since i'm off work right now and uh yeah why are you you off work work? what happened grass man (laughs) 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 he'll get you <laughs> grass <laughs> tastes bad. Right? I know it went in my mouth. Uh. <laughs> That's what she said. So, listeners, this is what happened. <laughs> We're at Ollie's for Ollie's night. Ollie's night? 
Yes. Ollie's night. It's a great night. So it's not ladies' night. It's Ollie's it's night. Ollie's night. We got some great stuff. I got three dollar D and D terrain maps. I got That's some the cheap, reason we went. I got I cheap board you. games. Yeah. I got broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. Because. <laughs> We parked around the side of the building. Well, that was well, your mistake right, right when there. you go in, like at, at like home literally, off, so yeah. Like if it's you're, the, it's alongside the building. Yeah, if you're looking straight <clears throat> at the building, there's a sidewalk across the front of it, mm-hmm. the front facade there, and then it goes back a couple squares, right? I think it does. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, we were parked around. I think you're wrong from the look she's giving you. I'm just trying to understand his like explanation. <laughs> squares of the sidewalk, like it. I, I don't know if the yeah, I don't know if it wraps around the building or not the sidewalk. But anyways, about three tiles. Yeah, it out. does. Okay, it does go down some. I see what you're saying now. Like I was giving directions going in. So when you drive into Lycoming Mall parking lot, you turn right and park on that side parking lot alongside. Uh, okay, yeah. That's why I got confused. <laughs> so PJ, I guess you could say you found out where the sidewalk ends. That's, That's the joke I made. <laughs> <laughs> on the, yeah, she said that on the Wellhouse Exorcism. <laughs> Shell Silverstein yes. needs to be reread. So. <laughs> Anyways, it's not lit on that side of the building. And at two all. ways. It's not good and it's not lit. So three ways because it's also not the band. That's true. Four ways. It's not literature either. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a teacher would make that joke. <laughs> I'm sad that I did not. <laughs> the English teacher. I'm tired. So, so it's unlit there. I am walking down the sidewalk until the sidewalk abruptly ends, and I did not realize this. Because you can't see. It really yeah, was dark, it was, and it was raining. Yeah, it was raining, <laughs> it was so Sunday night. there was no moonlight, you know, no natural lighting of any kind. So I hit the grass at my typical walking pace and everything that I thought would be for a concrete sidewalk. Whee! <laughs> my foot twisted under me, Ow. and then I fell on top of the foot. Yeah, achy. I- <laughs> Yeah. And as he said to Jackie, Nurse Jackie, I heard a pop. I uh, I felt a pop, and I really thought that I did something to my ankle, but no, it was oh my ankle. Is that what you're thinking? So, <laughs> he, on, on oh, a, my other ankle. Now that he's had his other doctor's appointment, we can know that he's healing very well. I can now be honest. So I'm sitting in the car, and I'm like looking at my phone, and I'm like asking mom, where is she? And I'm like, where the heck is PJ? I'm so annoyed. And, and I'm, then, I'm like waving. <laughs> no, like, I, he, is, he is not waving. He is holding on to his foot. But like, all I hear is this weird like noise, almost like an animal is like crying. I'm like, what the heck is that? I was trying not to scream. So I'm like, ah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, like, Hold on. That's the cry of PJ. How can you tell? Ah. Ah. <laughs> and so, ah. I'm like, front you know uh, what's the dying <laughs> giraffe sound like <laughs> <laughs> i look out the windshield and i see something sitting like in the grass and holding his foot and i realize it's pj <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like what are you doing because he's making the weirdest noise ever <laughs> and then they click on oh my god are you okay <laughs> But that's why I was like, we're going to go to the ER because you've never made that noise before. (laughs) That's just the demons. As as similar as we are, PJ, this is a big difference where you would make that noise. You would know I hurt myself because you would hear something to the effect of, God God fucking damn it! Over and and over again. uh, Well, son of a bitch, cocksucker, and just anything I could think of. 
Yeah. It's it's Mr. Krabs in the swearing episode of SpongeBob. Except for me, you won't hear dolphin noises. That's all 13. 13. Wait, there are 13 swords? If you're doing it right. If you're a sailor. That's right, if you're a sailor, that's right. Uh, so anyways. yeah, he broke his foot. We go to the ER. We're there for a good while. Mm-hmm. And the doctor there was kind of scary. She got on both sides of PJ's head. Yeah, she looks me straight in the eyes. She goes, do not put weight on it. And like, jeez, <laughs> fine lady, God. And by the way, she looked, looked, she was so tiny and she was like a, a your, everyone's grandma, but she was scary. Wait, this was a bloom? Yeah, yeah, it was a bloom. Yeah. What did she, like, describe her more? She, uh, she had almost like a bowl cut, right? Her, yeah, like, blonde and her hair. her hair was like very light blonde, like she's graying. I'm not sure yeah. if she has a tint okay. to it or if her hair is just blonding and like, you know, graying out. Yeah, bleaching out. But, yeah. but she was very lovely. And yeah. she wrapped it up good, mm-hmm, but I took mm-hmm. that seriously. So since Sunday, he has not been allowed to put any pressure on the foot, and he may say he's okay, but I still give him ice and ibuprofen, and I go, yeah. put this in your mouth. <laughs> Before I leave for work, I make sure his ice bag is all filled and all the ice cube trays are filled. You can't anymore, though, because I work tomorrow. I'll call Alicia. I'll send your bag in with you. I'll send your ibuprofen in with you. It'll be fine. Does he need a note for the nurse? <laughs> I did, actually. I have to bring in a doctor's note because I missed more than three days in a row. I mean for your meds. Oh, no. I think they trust us. All teachers are Medicaid at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mostly on anti-anxiety medication. Well, I mean, some of the teachers when we went to school were medicated, too. Well, Mrs. <laughs> a certain computer Marinated, store. not I, medicated. I don't want to use any names because this is like, you know, a worldwide podcast. But are you talking about a certain computer yes. teacher? Okay. Yes. Who had that big Java thing. Yes. Not and one of coffee. our classmates walked over and went, holy shit. <laughs> I always oh, got good grades in that funny. class. She liked me. Oh, I did too, because we used Timbuktu to get. <laughs> yes. So, li- <laughs> listeners, <laughs> in our keyboarding class, we are not talking about the game at all right now. I apologize. No, no, but not. in our keyboarding class, there was a uh, an app called Timbuktu, oh, where yes. the teacher could view all of the other computers and access them, shut them down if they're you know. Those programs still exist. There's Go Guardian, Go Guardian, yeah. things like yeah. that. But what they didn't realize is that everyone had access to that. And they had only one password. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the easiest password. Was it password? It was password. Yeah. And so so most of us, like, it's a keyboarding class. And this is the early 2000s where everyone's on AIM. Yeah. So we are all. For those of you who are too young to know, it was cool. AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, it's texting. You could. It was texting, but you had to be on the computer. It was texting. Yeah, and you had really cool like BRB, like you know, slogans. Away messages. Away messages. Yeah, yeah. You put flowers after your name. Oh yeah, you can make. Change the colors of your text. Anyways, uh, so we were all amazing keyboardists. We could play those tunes. Uh, We were great. We were so we didn't need a typing class. No. So we used Timbuktu to access people who already completed the work, change the name, print, turn it in. Yeah. And I then mean, we played Age of the Empires 2. I just want to say that I never once cheated in that class because I was a good girl. That way, if they decide to rescind your, your I, <laughs> diplomas. I, I cheated in that class because I had no respect for that teacher. Okay. Well, yeah, I understand okay. that. Who did? I don't know, other alcoholics, maybe. 
Especially after 9 11. I would not. I would not oh take your class gosh. seriously. Yeah, 9-11 happens. And Dan, were you in hit that class with him for that? He wasn't. No, I Or wasn't were you in Mr. Marshman's? Uh, yes, I was That's in, you're with me. I was in Mr. Yeah. Marshman's class. So 9-11. Silver Fox, too. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get an intercom message from the principal saying that a plane had struck one of the, the towers and we are to stop instruction to, you know, uh, just watch now. the news. And from the office, they turned on all the televisions in the school. Because they so, could do that back in the day. Yeah. So the TV comes on. And now, listeners, this teacher, every other day, she would have a hangover. <laughs> and all the lights would be out. Every other? Every other. One no, day no, no, would no. be <laughs> One me, day would be a good day. And then one see, day lights would be I had would be the out. class later in the afternoon. So for me. I think it's when it hit. Yeah. It was every uh, day. We would come in. Lights were so out. So she got the afternoon hangover. Yes. Lights were out. Head on the desk. Uh-huh. You, guys, you guys know what to do. Yeah. And it was like, okay. yeah, we know, we know what to do. Yep. Someone swipe her cup. Yeah, for us it was every other day. She had a good day and then she had a, night, a lights out day. Uh, today was a lights out day. And uh, TV comes on. We see it for about 30 seconds before she turns it off and says it's too loud. Yeah, so PJ never watched. So any of that we're happen. we're all looking at each other like, what is happening in the world right now? What are we missing? Holy shit! You didn't know that? No. Yeah, so he, yeah. yeah, we had to wait until fourth period when we got down the Marshman's room uh, for history oh class God. to figure out what happened. So and then you, they dismissed us from school. I say because you yeah. and we ended up going to the auditorium and then being dismissed from their home. But at, at Marshman, like, because once the planes really started and people started jumping out of the buildings, yep. the office turned the TVs off because we, they knew we were yeah. watching suicides. Yeah. And Marshman goes, nope. And he walked over yep. and yeah. right, back, it on. right and back on. And once the second building got hit too, they that's when everyone realized there was an attack. Yeah. And they're like, all right, go. Like, just go home. We're under attack. Like, not a day for school. Pretty yeah. much. So. And then we're back, back there the next day. Yeah. 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 Happy Wednesday. We're back, everyone. And then Black <laughs> Pennsylvania's Hawk. not under attack, so. <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. Uh, but then there's Black, Black Hawk uh, helicopters flying past us. Yeah, that was the, the, like the weekend after. Yeah. They were flying yeah. so low that the windows were shaking. Yeah. yeah. Well, because the they had heard that they were going to hit the, um, what, the pipeline that was there. Yeah. There was intel about that. Yeah. So. But Marshman was great. He's just like, no, you guys are going to watch this because this is history. Yeah. And he gave that very eloquent <clears throat> speech where, like, he was, I mean, tears were coming down his eyes, but you didn't, he wasn't yeah. making Former Marine. Right. Yeah. Uh, Serious. Honestly, I was terrified of him when that was happening because he had the uh, the yardstick in his hand mm-hmm. and you could hear it cracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, with every second, you just heard the strain and it was like... He's going to fucking break that thing, and I, then he's going to break somebody. I was stuck in study hall. Oh. Because it was my split chem day. Oh, like, okay. he had lab and, yeah. It was Mr. Kim. Oh. So oh, he was literally, like, he just stared at the TV like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what's up? Oh. So real quick, before we get back to the game, I do have this story about Mr. Kim. <laughs> Is this the horse story? Is it the hair dye story? No, oh. no. All those are good. Stories. This was this was uh, so my dad had him uh, one of his first years teaching, and at that time it was a split class. They would do part of the class, have lunch, and then finish the class. Okay, yeah. And when they came back for the second portion of class, he oh, always God. told everybody, "Okay, kids, get out your milk and cookies." So my dad, being a wise ass, 
And I, I do get it. Brought honestly. milk and cookies. He and his friends brought milk and cookies from yes. the cafeteria. That's fantastic. And he says, okay, kids, get out your milk and cookies. And my dad and his friends pulled out milk and cookies. And he went, oh, oh, God, no, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. You got, oh, uh, uh, went over, closed the door. Okay, uh, you can only do this one time, okay? Don't, don't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm going to get So my dad tells me this story. Junior year, I have him for history. And I look at him and say, Mr. Kent. Do you remember at the beginning of your time here, you used to say, okay, kitties, get out your milk and cookies. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you didn't bring some, did you? <laughs> so Tapestry is a civilization game. Uh, wait wait a minute, it's a civilization it's game? It's a civilization game. It's a civilization it's game. A c- <laughs> it says so on the box right there. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and you all play different civilizations, obviously, and you're advancing <laughs> up different tracks. Advancing I want to be a part of your civilization. <laughs> part of your world. And you're advancing your civilization in different ways. Trying to get more points and be more civilized than everyone else. Not me. <laughs> How did Dan win? That's the question. Nobody knows. No. I'm pretty sure he cheated. Through military advancement. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. It's military true. power. So let's just go with game overview. Yeah. You have four types of resources. And so 90% of the game, you're just spending resources to move a cube up a track. Right? Like, yeah, there are four different that's tracks. basically it. Science, technology, military, and exploration. Military. And science. As you go up those tracks, you get bonuses for moving she, up to the next spot. Did she blind you with science? <laughs> I won. No, by the light. <laughs> Along with that, if you get the exploration tiles, you can find new lands in, like, this over, uh, like, map of the planet that you're doing. Uh, that you're like exploring. Oh my god, we lived on a flat earth. Oh my god. Holy shit. Right, like I assume it's a planet. <laughs> like that's what you're exploring right there. Or like, I don't just know. The, the, I, I the think known it's just world. that section. Yeah. And um <clears throat> then you can conquer those places too, which is the military track. Yes. You can get new inventions and draw cards with the technology track. And science track just kind of lets you advance anything. Which yeah. is cool. Oh, you can also do things like make ally- alliances with another player, uh, <laughs> even against their will. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I had a tapestry card. Did. So <laughs> every time you advanced an era, you would put a tapestry card down and it would give you a bonus for that round. And I had one that was like, because I knew Dan had. Is it you, copy the other person? No. Oh. Uh, I knew Dan was going for military power and he would just start, he was getting close to conquering people. <clears throat> so I put an alliance card down and I said, you pick a per- pick another player, they cannot attack you and you cannot attack them. <laughs> for this oh, and for That's the, good. Yeah, for this era. And I'm like, Dan, you cannot attack me. <laughs> and we are allied now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> this is my I was going for you. This is my Treaty of Geneva. <laughs> now attack your girlfriend. Oh, there goes your evening. No, what's funny is they didn't. I, I attacked him more. Yeah. She did. Good. Yeah. She took, she took Angie by wiped the end, me out. By the end of the game, PJ only had one territory. Yeah. She took all mine. I didn't take like any of yours when we played. Yeah. I was going to, but then he actually put like a one tower and I was like, oh, never mind. I'll just keep exploring. <laughs> and 
then I went to outer space. I was like, bye, everybody. Peace <laughs> out. I don't need your people anymore. No, fuck this planet. I'm going somewhere else. Because I've built my own civilization elsewhere. Screw you guys. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> But then there's my favorite part of the game where you get these buildings and landmark buildings, which are large ones, and you fill in a grid, like Wudoku, your yeah. phone app. If Very similar to that, right? toggles on a board is not enough, you have a secondary board you got to fill up. It's very confusing. <laughs> it's actually a tertiary board, but... That's true, You're it is. You're a tertiary yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. You're a turd. Oh, I'm sorry. A tertiary board. <laughs> bird. Tertiary bird? Tertiary bird. Because it's the word. Those minis you didn't paint, right? No, they come pre-painted. They're gorgeous. They're nice. I really like those. They're fun to put away in their little holes. Except you gotta put them in the rail holes. That's what she said. Jamie Stegmaier, if you're listening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Speaking of, do you want to know a super cool fact about Jamie Stegmaier? No, but you're going to tell <laughs> I'm me. I'm ready. <laughs> he has a fear about staples. You know how like when you buy food like from restaurants and it comes like in the brown paper bag and they fold it down, they staple it? <laughs> uh-huh. He has a fear that when you open it and you just pop it, the staple will go flying somewhere and it could go into his food. So he has a fear that he will eat a staple. We have a lady who was a customer of ours who um, would get really pissed off at us if we stapled her bag shut. Well, she gets choke on the staple. Jamie Stigma. See, my stapler is overzealous and will. <laughs> when, Have you seen my stapler? When you when you <laughs> staple something one. and the staples like bend in, they bend too far in and poke back out the other side. Then it hurts my thumb because I grab Scratch it yourself, yeah. and I poke myself, and it's not I fun. I, 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 be, I, I believe you have my stapler. I watched that movie the other day. Love that movie. I love that movie. I'm going to burn down the building. That's less strong. For those of you who have not heard or watched, please do yourself a favor and watch Office Space. I was told there was going to be some cake. Did it? I told you about throwing my paper scanner in the dumpster the other day. Yes. I really wanted to go full Office Space on it. I didn't have a bat. By the way, and. I know some people say it around us, but I, I, I want I want this thing to be like more widespread. If anybody says they're going full office space on something, it means they're beating the shit out of it with a baseball bat and stomping on it. Yep. Curb stomping it pretty much. Just do it. Why are you looking <laughs> at me like that? Apparently, um the cinematographer, the director, someone got a note from Someone in the mafia saying that, like, they did a good job portraying <laughs> a hit. <laughs> I just gotta tell you, the way you hit that fucking print, I look beautiful. beautiful. You know, back like, to how, my how, dark like, story. How, like, one guy's just overseeing and, like, handing yep. the bat to other people. And, Everybody's, you know, yeah. and he's just watching, you know. <laughs> back to my dark story. The belief is that it was a mafia hit initially and it was a place they were dumping bodies. Mm-hmm. But then later it was a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Listen to Wellhouse Exorcism for more. But we don't do serial killers in Wellhouse. Yet. <laughs> Actually, I would hold that we do because of the um, the Simbacher's Inn over by. Yeah, Jokana. the Inn. Jokes on you. So it was a serial killer? <laughs> that they never found. He actually mm. would leave his newspapers with the bodies. I'm so sorry for... for... Cheerios? Well, I was going to say Captain Crunch. <sighs> he had to come in. When you eat that stuff, it tastes good, but it rips apart your mouth. So like... Well, you're doing it wrong. Uh, doing it wrong tapestry so before yes. we get more into tapestry <laughs> listeners after this review we will have jamie stegmeyer on so stick around for the whole episode because we have right we have a fun conversation with him 
afterwards so about real, what makes games fun. Real quick, um, a woman is planning to kill her husband during dinner. However, she commits suicide while preparing it. Does she poison herself? Did we establish this already? She has poison. She kills herself. That poison is involved, but does she poison herself? It's unclear. She kills herself. We don't know what from, but okay. okay. So back to tapestry. So her husband has like no time left to live. She has to pull the plug. And so she's having one last dinner before she has to kill him. But then she hears that he has died naturally. So she kills herself. No. Dang it. No. <clears throat> what works in this game? Okay. Um, I have no idea. I just played it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, I didn't know what I was doing the whole well, time. Well, well, what I mean is, like, what do you like about the game? Dan goes first, then. So, for this, what works for me is just the tracks. How everything is, you keep track, literally keep track of everything. Mm-hmm. The ages that you're in, uh, how far you are when it comes to uh, your progression in anything. Like, just sliding that that little block. You're right, it's... It's, it's it so satisfying. It shouldn't work, it right? Shouldn't. You're but, like, yeah, just put that in there, but you're like, oh, God, I got to do that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think it's because oh. it's the positive reinforcement. Like when you move up the tracker, you get like new things. That's right. So I think yeah. it's that little yeah. bit of positive reinforcement. Yeah. Also, it takes so long to get those initial victory points. At the beginning of the yeah. game, it's like, did I get a victory point? Did I get a victory point? I got a victory point. <laughs> I got but, one. I got one. I got point. one. <laughs> but, but as you progress, it's like, all right, now we're tallying up all this stuff. We're like, oh, yeah. Oh, I got all those victory points. Fuck you guys. <laughs> at least that's what I was thinking. I was like, hey, look at all this shit I got. <laughs> yeah, by the end, you're pulling like 30 points every time you get an in- income turn and right. things like that. Right, it's, when you go into a new age. It, yeah. it, it's great. Yeah. Uh, that's what worked for me as well as the different branches that you can research. I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. Yeah. Oh, I skipped components. How we feel about the components for this? We talked about the cool houses. We did yeah. talk about the cool houses. It makes me think of Three Little Pigs. I don't know why. Oh yeah, yeah, like right? Grim Stories. That yeah. that yeah. game. Yeah. It yeah, makes me think of Grim Stories. Um, so the, the the pieces on this are just they're plastic. They're all plastic. Yep. They don't feel. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. I like that. They don't feel. <laughs> I just yawned and it went. <laughs> Where's the dying trap? <laughs> so they don't feel flimsy. They don't feel cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also could have been done with just normal tokens, just cardboard tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really it Stonemire games, as we have said many, many, many times, you're getting a really good quality. Yeah. Always yeah. a good quality. Mm-hmm. The paper that you are not the paper, but like your 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 player boards and everything. Yeah, they have that great texture. Everything feels awesome. Yeah, it's like a like a high grit sandpaper. Yeah, it is feel. I wonder if it's so your resources don't slide around. Yeah, I think it's to reduce sliding, like increase Probably. that friction there. The other thing that I it like. It doesn't help if your sleeve hits the mat and knocks everything. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> and I was upset. It was. She was like, fuck this game. <laughs> Couldn't flip the table, so she flipped her mat. <laughs> uh, but the other you thing. You were beating that... me. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I really like is it comes with more than one um, player guide. 
Quick reference. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. are that still was... laying on the table, by the way. Yes, they I are. Know, I know. There are a couple of civilization. <laughs> and that's another thing too. I really like is you you have up to five players, but you have how many of how many civilizations? Sixteen. That's ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of replayability. Yeah, that. I loved it. I hear that a lot of them are OP and had to be reworked, and like there's a new like expansion pack with fixed civilizations. Okay. But. I hate it when I have to fix my civilization. <sighs> Fuckers right. get unruly. Gotta go with, uh, <laughs> you know, just pull a Nero and burn the whole fucking thing yeah, down. Yeah, Redesign yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do, for the first time ever, I have a complaint. <gasps> about, oh my god, about a, a Stonemeyer game? <gasps> oh no! And, and, uh, and about component quality of a Stonemeyer oh, game. Oh dear god, do tell. But I. I want to preface it by saying I understand why it exists. The civilization things and uh, mats, yeah. I guess you want to call it, and the um, your capital city mats and your player mat too, like all those mats that go in front of you. I wish they would were cardboard instead of that cardstock. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know that didn't bother me. They were me. warped. You know, like they they bend and they're flimsy. You can get I, your sleeve caught on them. You can get your sleeve caught on them. <laughs> like I maybe it's because scythe. You know that, that was that was that you. was my first Stonemaier game, and it, yeah, spoiled me like with the dual layered board and everything. Like imagine if that was dual layered and all of your little huts and everything like sat oh, that would be in great. There. It would be so cool. But at the same time, this did not bother me that bad. Yeah, the reason, and I'm pretty sure the reason why they didn't do it. I think there are two reasons. One, the box would have to be a lot bigger yeah. to accommodate 16 of those factions and six of the cities and five yeah. of the player mats. You know, like, it would have been a, a lot bigger box. Two, it would have been a lot more expensive, too. And this oh, game's yeah. already, like, $85 or something like that. So I understand why why they did it, uh, and I appreciate it. But I also kind of wish there was, like, an upgrade box to buy, you know, with like some nicer things. Like I understand that, but again, I I wasn't I wasn't even it wasn't even a thought. Yeah. Me. Like yeah. it was like, oh, this is our stuff. Cool, let's go. Is that yeah. because you rarely have thoughts? Oh. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts, <laughs> and they are not fun. Are they about me? Sometimes, but those are the naughty ones. <laughs> the other ones are just something that no one should. Well, I like about. how he says he has thoughts and they're not fun. You're like about me. <laughs> Are the not fun ones about me? Oh no, those are naughty. Those are naughty. <laughs> <laughs> the other thoughts are, are thoughts that that no one should have. To be fair, I knew the answer to the question. Yeah, she did. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Oh my. All right. Uh, what else works about this game? Anything? I really like, as I said earlier, the the puzzle of putting the buildings on the. Oh, that's great. And filling all the. All the spaces in the rows and columns. So what makes those um, challenging is there are areas where you cannot build unless unless you have the card that you have that card that Angie had, which would have allowed you to put it there. Oh, and not only not only does it allow you to cheat, which is already a huge bonus, but it's like (laughs) if you do, you get five bonus points. Yeah. (laughs) What? Dang. I wish I would have been able to play that later. Yeah. When, right? Oh, yeah. When you had access to more buildings and stuff. I also feel like we need to play this again because I, Daniel has been snoring very badly and I have not slept well. 
That's mm. probably why he beat me. PJ yeah, uh-huh. too, because he's sleeping on his back, hence because of his broken leg. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. <clears throat> and it hurts my back too, so I have to take I take ibuprofen more for my back than <laughs> than for my for my foot. <laughs> no, he's not apologizing. He's just like, yeah, I snore. I mean, I do. I mean, I I, I know it's because I sleep on my back. You know, it's from sleeping on my back. <laughs> I apologize. I am sorry. When he snores, I hit him really hard. I'm like, you're snoring. Whack. Roll I can't over. sleep on my side. Hit me. But no, because you have a broken leg. I can't hit you right now. <laughs> well, that's more. Don't, don't, hit, hit, don't hit my leg. <laughs> <laughs> so anything that doesn't work about the game? I would say maybe, but I don't know how I played it. And I don't know how I went. I'm honest. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I, the whole time, like, Angie said the same thing. She's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And she's like 50 points ahead of us. <laughs> and she's just like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Oh, my I God. Like there, I don't know what no I'm doing. I got points. points. Do this something. Is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> because, well, the two of you are, like, fucking everywhere and the damn things. And I'm just like, what the fuck can I do look, now? Look, you just fucked everything over for me. Do not blame us because we're promiscuous. Okay. Damn. You could have just looked up a whole new island and gone to a different island, but you had to do that right there in front of her. Like, well, yeah, I mean, <sighs> hold on, I got to get on this. <sighs> Wait, oh. <laughs> 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 that's not the sound that PJ is making on Sunday, though. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, so, oh, okay, so you're more of a Hank Hill. <laughs> oh, oh, Bobby, Bobby, David, Bobby. Sorry, real quick. I'm always oh. going to see in my head oh. that it's PJ, but oh. not realizing it's my husband. Like, what is happening out in front of this windshield? The propane. <laughs> what is happening to this person? The I pro- don't know. The propane in my foot. Some dude making weird noise on the lawn. Oh, it's mine. So, oh wait, that's mine. <laughs> gotta go oh, pick it up. What doesn't work for you, PJ? I mean, nothing really. It's all. It was just nitpicks, you know. I'm I'm still confounded on why this game works. Like why it's. I'm just fascinated by this game. I really am. Why does this work? This shouldn't work. It's it probably all the like, ibuprofen. <laughs> no, I've been saying this for months now. We did this before he broke his foot. Yeah. <laughs> Although. <laughs> Yeah, like two weeks ago, I asked Jamie the same thing, and you'll hear that in the interview after this <laughs> review. Yes, you, know, you I, will. I, just, I was just like, how did you know this game was going to be good? Like, you're just sliding cubes up tracks. Like, why is it so fun? It's kind of like the bees. Oh, yeah. You're just putting bees And, and I think, I And think... we even said that in our discussion, too. Like, worker placement games are also super boring on paper. Like, you put a thing down on a space, and you get the stuff from that space. And then you put a thing down on another space, and you get that stuff. And then you turn that stuff in. To so I, I think like, part of it is you turn that stuff in the other stuff. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think a lot of it has to do with um, feeling some sort of accomplishment while yeah. you're playing. Like, and we've talked with Jamie about this before, and we have mentioned this on just about every game that we've played of his. You're never going backwards. Mm-hmm. You're always moving forward. You're yeah. always getting some kind of reward. You're always getting some kind of benefit, even if you don't make the right choice. Yeah. Like, even if you try to conquer someone else's territory and they block it, Bastard. you <laughs> still can roll the dice and get the benefit from the dice. Which exactly. Is, like, you, you're you never denied 
something completely. Right. I conquered PJ. Except Libertalia. I, I, got, <laughs> I, I got lots of <laughs> mushrooms. If you remember. He didn't design that <laughs> one. Call, I called them mushrooms. I'm like, I got mushrooms. Oh, oh we got fat oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay so. <laughs> I just I, I kept laughing every time we did it because I got shrooms. We're, we're bringing out everything, all of the pieces, and you have the mushrooms for for food. You've got like a little money bag for money. You got a star, you got a star for military, for military might, and then for your population, you've got this little guy. And it looks like a and dude a, in a suit. It, it looks like a guy in a suit. What's, up, what's the name of that, that? Oh God, what the heck was his name? The movie with the with the dude, the white dude that was like ginormous. It was a Disney movie. Baymax. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what okay. it looks like. Yeah, a gray, a gray Harry baby, Harry baby. So, so I see this. I'm like, hey, it's a fat guy. And PJ goes, no, that's that's your people. I'm like, it looks like a fat guy to me. So every time we'd reset or we'd get like more population, I'm like, and I'm gonna use a fat guy. And we all just and start all saying just fat it. guy. And it just made me laugh every time we said, hey, I'm gonna use a fat guy for this. <laughs> You just offended like half of our audience, but it's fine. I'm a fat guy. Come on. No, you're not. I I feel like a fat guy. Your butt's not fat. I don't have a butt. Exactly. He's they, a question mark, remember? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. You guys said that. <laughs> Look, the only curvature on my backside is when I put my wallet in my pants pocket. Did we tell PJ that story? I don't think we did. No. No. You can tell it. When we were at the school, like he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he was trying to talk to the students. He's talking to the students, and like Shannon and I are sitting over there, and I looked at him like, "Good God, my boyfriend's a fucking question mark." <laughs> like he's really wide at the top, and then he just goes down into nothing. Yeah, gets <laughs> <laughs> <of> his shoulders. <laughs> That's great. I've got broad shoulders. She's like, "Oh my God, you're right." <laughs> and then we laugh <laughs> so much. And I thought, "Was Dan is a question mark? What is a Dan? What no is one Dan? knows." <laughs> I'm a conundrum. <laughs> what are you but doing? Nothing, nothing in this game doesn't work for me. He's fiddling with his phone. And mm. I I'm won, fiddling. so it works for me. Yeah. And I That's went usually to what I say. Would you like to uh, talk about your score? I forget what it was. You it's took a picture. 291. That's right. Dan, what was yours? 201. Yeah. yeah. He's got children's numbers over there. He's got to pump them numbers up. He but I want to like pumped up kicks. Yes, I want to like go further. Like now that I was in outer space, I want to continue the outer space thing. <laughs> Where does one go once they get to space? I have questions. Well, I don't know. I don't want to be in outer space, space too long. You lose bone density. All the space. Yeah. Your body gets screwed up, but you get younger. Yeah, but that's so there's that. I mean, that's part of like my wrinkles will go away. <laughs> Talk it's about not a, nat- a miracle. A natural facelift. That shit'll fuck you up. You get back to Earth, you'll be like, "Yeah, I'm taking my first steps up," and you just fall because you have no muscle, you know, tone, and you're just like, I like a newborn. Get to crawl, but PG's good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. It's because I can't navigate stairs at the moment. <laughs> well, she was telling us about your, you know, you had to do the the, the butt. Wiggle. I suggested I to, I the to, butt. I have to butt scooch my way down That's the stairs. That's fine. Yeah. Sometimes I want to butt scooch my way downstairs and I realize I don't have any fucking stairs. You have to butt scooch your way upstairs? No. No, I crawl. I crawl upstairs. Are you going to wait till you're halfway up the stairs before you tell Alexa to turn off the goddamn lights? (laughs) I didn't last time. No, I didn't. Or I fall. I fell asleep on the stairs. I'm like, I don't want to go any further. And I just lay down the stairs and I fell asleep. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was a fun night. Yep. But now Alex is cute because I make him go potty before we go to bed, right? And so the other night, <laughs> he comes crawling out of the bathroom to his room. And I, I could tell what he was doing. And I go, what are you doing? I'm daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sophie, my 12-year-old, she's yelling at kids in gorilla tag. And she's like, dude, bro, you're aw- you're awkward. And I, I'm walking by her, waddling by her. I'm like, you're awkward. And she goes, at least I can walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud. Yes, Queen, I'm so proud of her. That's when you need to pull out the crowbar and say, really? <laughs> Have you heard of Tanya Harding? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners have no idea what I just referenced. If they don't, they got to look it up. What were we talking about? Tapestry. Oh, right. That's a civilization game, right? Any... <laughs> it says so on the box. It does. Oh, god. Do we discuss the designers? Did you do well, that? Well, Jamie Stegmaier. But the art... I can read it for you. By Andrew Bosley. How about the sculpts? Sculpts by Rom Brown. Yeah. I don't know if you're here at the start of it, but... I'm pretty certain that the whole game was made because he saw the sculpts and he's like, I need that in a game. And so Jamie designed tapestry around the sculpts. What bothers me, but I get now that I've played the game, is that there's like alien civilizations with like, you know, indigenous people on the cover. But when you play it, it makes sense because obviously I went to outer space. Yeah, yeah. And there's like little huts here. Now, do you get the feeling like you're actually a civilization advancing? Oh, definitely. Yeah? But also, this reminds me very heavily of Sid Meier's Civilization games, mm-hmm. which are another thing that I absolutely love. It's Pocahontas. <laughs> Look, it's Pocahontas. I'll poke your Hannes. There she is. She's waving. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I wish you would. That was just the greatest. Just going to put that away now. <laughs> So final thoughts. <laughs> you didn't hear my response. Uh, favorite moments? Favorite moments? When I beat you. Well, yeah. I'm going to steal Angie's line. Yeah. When I played. Shanna didn't play tonight, but when we played. No, because I was taking care of a child. Yeah. When we played, it, she beat me 291 to 168. 160. It was 160. I went to space. I'm not sure if you knew that. I went to space. No, I didn't hear that uh, five dozen times yes. already. It's very exciting. Actually, I. I got in the 160s again tonight. Yeah, I think you were like 165. Yeah, 165. Just not doing it right. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> all my games I'm terrible at. I own all of them. I'm just the worst at all of them. That's... Because you're your own worst enemy. Yeah, I am. Also, I'm here to fuck you up. Final thoughts. I, I think this is a great game. No, we need it, to finish the dark story. We do. We it, do. I think, I think if... No, this is a game that it, it feels slow. It... It seems a little slow until you start progressing. Yeah. And then it really That's how a up. lot of Stonemaier games are. Like they Scythe are. starts off slow. They are. I feel like I never Winter progressed. <clears throat> I'm not progressing. I don't know. For a while there, you were actually kicking both of our asses. Yeah. But I don't know how. I don't Thank know you. Either. Me either. It's I a mystery. So she was planning to kill him by poisoning the food with some pills that she had in her bag. Okay. But that's all I can tell you. So uh, I just was, gave you part so that was your hint. of that solution. <sighs> So... Did she accidentally take the wrong pills? Oh, was it like sleeping pills and then she fell down the stairs or something? Nope. Nope. 
She's going to poison him with pills in her purse, you said? In her bag? Yep. For, for some pills that she had in her bag. That's all I'm telling you. You got to feel on She the was recipe. planning on poisoning Yes, him? she was planning. But instead, Did he find she them? used pills from a different <clears throat> nope. place. Nope. But the second part says she committed suicide, right? That's right. She's planning to kill her husband during dinner. However, she commits suicide while preparing it. Okay. So she... And you said she deliberately commits suicide. It's yes. Not, it wasn't an accident. It's not an accident. She does this deliberately. What happens? I already gave you a big portion of it. She was going to do it with the pills in her bag. See, I'm so much nicer than you are with this shit. <laughs> All right. So she she wanted to be like a murder-suicide. So she makes dinner. She put, she crunches up the pills in there. And then she takes on her own. She takes her own pills. So she dies before her husband dies. Therefore, she can't be caught for murder. Or he's like, I'm not hungry. And he goes to bed. And <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Is the husband still alive? Yes. Okay. Hmm. He calls and says See, he's I'm, not coming to dinner. Nope. I'm still convinced this is like, uh, like a um, something crazy princess bride scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Where <It's> mostly dead. <laughs> you put the, the poison one in front of me. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> I don't know. I get. I cave. You give up. Angie, I mean, she probably wasn't. You weren't even doing this in the beginning, were you? I just listened to you complain. Oh, okay. She was planning to kill him by poisoning the food with some pills she had in her bag. Yeah, we heard that already. When she went to grab them, she noticed that they were not there and that her son had swallowed them thinking they were sweets. She couldn't bear it, so she took her own life. Instead, Instead of, of saving the kid. Exactly. <laughs> she was like, well, shit, that kid's dead. Man, that Fuck it. I'm dead, too. Wow. That's the one you chose to read tonight. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Oh, it's okay. The one last week was, uh, what was that? A bunch of people. Uh, oh, a murder happens. No one's surprised. Um, okay. <laughs> was it like an execution? Nope. It's so much dumber than that. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you so many hints. And we, we even, even talked, talked about, about it. <laughs> was it a murder mystery game? Yes. Yeah. How okay. did you do that? The game was... Clue? Yeah. Yes. We even talked about the movie. We quoted the movie and talked about it. I would just be like... <laughs> oh my god, that's that's what we talked about. Oh, really? We, we talked, talked about how that. that's like our favorite so, joke. It, it started because I, I kept like, oh, I gotta say it, I gotta say it. Is it this? No. No. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's all I got. Hey, and if you listen to the um, interview with Jamie Stegmeier, he gives you a super cool Jamie Stegmeier fact live. Mm -hmm. Live fact. Yeah. So stay tuned after this this review for our Jamie Stegmeier interview. That's only one one recording. Well, yeah, it wasn't an interview, but. A discussion. It was a hangout well, yeah, set. It was, it was a hangout set. Yeah, it was, it was a discussion. We yeah. hang out with Jimmy Stegmeier for fun. Well, PJ does. I just come along for the right. ride. I'm occasionally there. I've I just, never been there. I just try not to drool, that's all. Yeah, I hopped on to his live stream this week, and I'm like, hey, happy Wednesday. And he's like, oh, hey, Paul's here. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, this will be our last episode of 2023. Uh, we're ending with an awesome conversation with Jamie Stegmeier. And we look forward to 2024 where we'll talk about some Christmas games that we got yeah. and some are actual Christmas themed games. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. Uh, and some card games that you're going to get. Well, now you just spoiled it. 
And hopefully a special guest. I just I, I would... hinted to PJ he's getting some Christmas presents he didn't know about. Happy last night of Hanukkah. New Year. Easter. Kwanzaa. I mean, eventually. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Marry whatever you say. Stay safe, everyone. Yeah. Don't break anything. Uh, we'll... Don't take the don't take the line break a leg seriously. Don't we'll do that. T- <laughs> stay away from the side of Ollie's. And <laughs> stay away from grass. Grass is not good. <laughs> don't forget to stay tuned for our uh, chat about our top three games and uh, that are fun. Not necessarily our favorite games, but top three games that are fun and what makes them fun. All right. So, guys, have a great one. Yep. We'll see you in the new year. Absolutely. Take care, everyone. Bye. Good night. So we're here with Jamie Stegmeyer, and uh, we are here mostly to talk about what makes games fun. And we have some games selected, too, that we want to talk about, about what exactly makes a game fun. Uh, And it came to me, I emailed you saying this, too. It came to me where uh, I was playing Tapestry, and I'm just infatuated with this game. Like, completely infatuated (laughs) with it. But on paper, it sounds like it shouldn't work, because, like... I'm doing the game a disservice here, but on paper, like you're basically just spending a resource to move a cube up a block and then you get a building. And right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why is yeah. this so great? <laughs> but, and I was going to read your design diaries to look into it, but I just didn't have time. So um, I want to pick your brain about that first, and then we'll get into like our top threes. Yeah. So what do you think is it about Tapestry? Like when you were designing it, you know, how did you know this would be like uh, uh, something that people would enjoy to play and like it would be as good as it is? Hmm. That's a good question. And I would say in general, you're, you're right. Like if you break most games down, you could say things like, oh, you're converting some things into other things or some things into points. For I sure. Mean, Worker placement games too, like very boring right. on paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> but in Tapestry, what is it? What is the thing that makes Tapestry special? I mean, there are a lot of little things, but the what makes it fun is an interesting question. And how do we know when it became fun? Um, I think part of it, and this will tie into some of the games that I'll, I'll mention today, mm-hmm. there is like built into the tracks themselves is a sense of progression. Like the benefits that you're gaining get more and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is, for me at least, is generally fun in games when I feel more powerful at the end of the game based on things that I did earlier in the game. Yeah, I think that comes down to cleverness and just the sense of progression I think feels good in games and in general. Yeah, I think I remember when we interviewed you back in February, I was like researching the company and everything. And that was like one of the tenets of Stonemaier was like forward progression always in your games. And I agree like that, the puzzle aspect of the game, like just trying to figure out how you want to like what tracks would get you the best points and everything. Um, Right. PJ made me play (laughs) and I creamed him. I ha- nice. And I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> like, like I- <laughs> 290 to 161. I went to space. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. PJ, we call that an epic fail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to say that I just copied him for the first two moves, and then somehow I was doing much better. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but it's fun. <laughs> so, um, nice. That was like me picking, picking up your game of... Uh, it's right in front of me, too. You read with your eyes. Libertalia. Libertalia. I always forget the name. Of it. It's one of my favorite games. Uh, I, I picked up a game for you for Libertalia when we were at the event the other day. And I was like, wow, why do you why do you screw yourself over so I, badly? I am my own worst <laughs> enemy in Libertalia. Like, I, I had to really I had am. to go back and be like, no, okay, I've got a card to bring someone else out of the, you know, out of the graveyard. Let's just put <laughs> this one back in. 
comment. Dan and PJ, all of Games Over Board was actually at my school yesterday. Um, my TSA students are actually building their own board games for a TSA event. So I want to um, masters tell them how to build a bo- good board game, not just like Candyland. Yeah. So I, I put uh-huh. your design blog uh, in there, like how to design a board game. And mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked to you about you a lot. Uh, well, nice. I mean, I <laughs> well, again, I, I've said this before, like you make games that we like, you know, yeah. like <laughs> we we feel like, you know, we we must share a lot of your taste because we haven't had a bad game like or a game that not a bad game, but a game that didn't fit with our group. Right. So. Right. right. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing those resources. I try to make them pretty accessible too. like they're deep dives into game design, but there's also yeah. You know, a few videos and things that are just like for someone who knows nothing about it mm-hmm. to to dabble in game design a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Well, they loved your board games. They had so much fun looking at them. So shout out to you oh, and cool. to my gifted students. <laughs> Anywho. Nice. <laughs> so do we want to just like go? We're starting with Jamie. Yeah, that's what I, I figured. Like, hear st- me. Start with Jamie and then go clockwise. Listen, don't ruin this for me. Jamie's really good looking. <laughs> <laughs> All you right, all so. are beautiful too. <laughs> oh, oh, you're just saying that. that that's the makeup. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's talk about. So uh, yeah, as I asked you about this question, you came up with a great idea of three games that are fun every time they come to the table, and what makes them fun. Yeah. So Jamie, let's start with you. What is your number three game, or you know, yeah, first so game? I ended up coming up with three categories of things that I generally find fun in games, and a strong example in each of those categories that I really, really enjoy. So this isn't, I didn't actually necessarily come with a three, two, one. I guess I okay, can kind yeah. of do that. Yeah, I'll do it. And I'll do it in three, two, one. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, um, and I picked a non Stillmeyer game. And then I, I, I will mention a quick Stillmeyer game, even though I don't want to focus on that <laughs> too much. Uh, so the, the third category is camaraderie because oftentimes yeah. when I'm having fun at a game, it's because the other people at the, t- at the table are also having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I that can really have a big impact on my experience. It's why I play games with other people. I, I I want them to have a good time. And a lot of games that end up having that feeling of camaraderie and collective fun are cooperative games. One that I've enjoyed recently, uh, really, really recent game that I brought home for Thanksgiving um, is a game called Blob Party. So this is on the lighter <laughs> end of cooperative games, but it's a lot of fun. Um, this is in the spirit of like Just One and So Clover, that one. style of game. Okay. It's actually, it's kind of like the opposite of just one. So in just one, you're trying to write down something that is different than what other people are writing down. In blob party, you're trying to write down the same word as other people. So you'll be given a little, a pairing of (laughs) clues, like uh, uh, on the back here, the example they have is that there's a a clue that says food and a clue that says green. So green food, and everyone's trying to write down the same green food. And anyone who says the same thing, whoever, anyone who writes down the same thing, they have this little play-doh it's it's well i don't have to show you it's literally play-doh um <laughs> and you'll everyone has a little blob that's your blob and you actually merge together with the other people who wrote down the same thing as you that's and then cool. for the rest of the game those who are who share the same blob write down they present one answer to the group instead of multiple answers eventually you're trying to become one collective blob with everyone and it's just this it leads to a lot of funny moments when like people write down stuff like when you think that you've written down the most intuitive answer but no one else agrees with you <laughs> and, and you have to try again 
I just had a blast introducing it to people. It seems to work with anyone who can read the clues and even people who can't read, you can just say it out loud to them. And mm-hmm. as long as they can write down an answer. That sounds like uh, So yeah, I've had a blast with the camaraderie element of Blob Party. The quick Stillmeyer example that I'll mention are the between two games that we have between mm-hmm. two cities, between mm-hmm. two castles. I think they lead to a nice spirit of camaraderie, even though they aren't uh, fully cooperative. Yeah. Yeah, we have between two castles. Can you all we resonate? played it yet, but... Yeah, camaraderie is such a huge thing in our games. Actually, I'll just jump out of order then. My camaraderie one I wrote down was Dungeon Fighter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I like dex-based games because I get really into it. Like, I'll climb on the table to get the best. Like, <laughs> like oh, I really get into it. Um, but Dungeon Fighter because it's a lot of, you know, working together and choosing who gets the what, what die, what's going to help the most. And so, yeah, I agree. I like games where I am working with friends and it's more cooperative. I, somehow I beat PJ in games and I'm not even trying. Like, I really, <laughs> I, I prefer to hang out and talk to my friends and enjoy it. So, yep. Yeah. And in Dungeon Fighter, in, in games like that too, including Blob Party, these cooperative games, I think it's, it's still fun when you fail because if you're failing together, yeah. Um, <laughs> then it's, it's amusing for the group, opposed to a competitive <laughs> game where if there's something like that and you fail, it can sometimes feel bad, not always, but it can feel bad. It can take away the fun, especially mm-hmm. if I see someone else fail miserably in a competitive game. That affects me too. Like, I don't want anyone to fail miserably. I don't mind if I'm like slightly more clever in a game than someone else, but I don't want them to feel walk away feeling terrible. Yeah. yeah. That happened to our friend in one of our reviews. Like, uh, it was a card card based game battle game, and he just was not drawing the cards he needed, oh, and yeah. so he failed yeah. by a landslide. Like, it, oh, yeah. and he had the yeah. worst time playing that game. Yeah, he does not <laughs> like that game. No, <laughs> which sucks because I I do like it. Yeah, mm. I really do. We're and talking it, we're talking about the Godzilla game. Uh, yeah, okay. Little, little uh, press. Mm, I don't remember which company made it. But I, th- I think it was Funko. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Fun little game. But. What's your next game, Jamie? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you do? I, I was talking about, Oh, they're going this you wanna, way. You do all, oh, yeah, let's do, let's do all our threes. Oh, I thought oh, John was... Okay. Gonna, I was... I was going to hear Jamie talk. All right, so we'll just go... Do we want to go just counterclockwise <laughs> I, then? All right, let's go to Sunshine Fighter, so it's your turn. Okay. So uh, my first one, I was going to do Arkham Horror, the LCG, but I'm going to scrap that because I also want to talk about a cooperative game. Uh, and it's fun because it refuses to ma- let you think about anything else. And it's Spirit Island. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> the game, I don't know if you've played it, but it's so hard. Yeah. yeah, it's so hard that, like, it just grabs you by the throat and it doesn't let go. And, like, you're you're forced to just, like, focus on the game mm. and pay attention to it the whole time. And it's just so captivating because of it. You can't, you literally can't think of anything else. That's it's a, it's a fun it. game, <laughs> but it, it should have the subtitle Anxiety, the board game. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. I can't stand pandemic. I just can't stand those games. Like pandemic, <laughs> pandemic yeah. is like um, a lighter version of Spirit <laughs> Island because pandemic can be like, oh, I can do this. We can work together and do this. And Spirit Island's like, we can work together. Okay, and we no, just lost. No, that. you can't. We lost. <laughs> yeah. What happened? The white man showed up and we lost. <laughs> okay. And in Spirit Island, your abilities are so elaborate. Yeah. It's like a yeah. pandemic where you, you have like one little basic ability. Yeah. Right. Spirit Island, a huge part of the game is understanding your ability. And I, I agree. I, I love that idea of games that are like the complexity of games, keeping you keeping your focus on the game itself instead of everything else that's going on in the world and in yeah. your life. Yeah. For that that two hour period that you play. I love that. Yeah. 
Uh, so mine is actually one that we discovered fairly recently, and that's Dinosaur Island. That's, yeah, um, yeah. And that's that's very uh, European, just in the, the whole blocks. And, and moving, and tra- moving, moving blocks like and tracks. Moving the blocks <laughs> and the tracks, and it's just so much fun. Um, for me, it's it, it's it's multi leveled. Um, it brings back '90s nostalgia for me, especially with just mm-hmm. the fact that it's. I mean, you look at the 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 art, and you're like, "Is it 1993 again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this legal? Did they call but, this copyright <laughs> infringement? <laughs> but even though it is, um. Uh, a competitive gas word. I was looking for competitive. Even though it's a competitive <laughs> game, uh, you still get that get that camaraderie, and especially PJ and I love picking on each other. Oh yeah, with with that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, why did you do that? Why did you just do that? I'm gonna take that from you now. Uh, I bought that before you did because you didn't pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the way we are. And was when we were at your class the other day, we we're like, this this must be a boy thing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those gifted this, kids were the same I have one group of gifted way. boys. It is. Ju- I told Dan it's just like watching PJ, Dan, our friends Jim and Josh all all through high school. <laughs> I have that same group in gifted, and it's just so much fun. I'm like, watch, listen to them for two seconds. You'll hear your voices. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 did hear something that was very um, reminiscent of our our childhood. <laughs> Uh-huh. Are, you, are you stupid or something? Like, <laughs> are you an idiot? No, yeah, that's what, are you an idiot? Like, oh, I, that sounds awfully familiar. Um, I know exactly who said it. Like, I just yeah. learned the rest. These are gifted kids, and I know who said it. But right. that, but that game, um, like, it, it looks like a complicated game, and on mm-hmm. paper, it is until you get the hang of it, which will only take you maybe two turns to be mm-hmm. to get in the swing of it. Right. And then it's a, it's a really quick, intuitive game. All yeah. you have to do is just pick up, put down, uh, it just lots of pieces. Intuitive is a good word for it. Yeah. And I think that's, I, th- yeah. I think we have a lot of those. A lot of games that you're like, oh, that's daunting. Oh, this is easy. But there are a right. lot of pieces. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. lot. What's your next one, Jamie? Well, just to, to oh, yeah. tag onto that, the, the nostalgia, I love that you mentioned nostalgia. Yeah. I think nostalgia is really powerful. You know, we've seen that in books and movies and all sorts of things, TV show reboots and things oh, like that. Oh, and so yeah. I, it's, it, it, it brings out things in us that we didn't expect. And I, I totally agree with that element of um, Dinosaur Island. Yeah. Um, my number two has to do with the category of... Um, uh, I, I put it as like risk and luck uh, and, and push your luck. <laughs> oh, like, okay. You know, elements of chance in games, not where the game is taken over by that, but where there is some element of chance in the game that, um, that that you can mitigate to a certain amount. And the game that I've chosen for this is the Quacks of Quinlanburg. Have you all played that one? Not yet. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, we had I've a friend who was going to bring it onto the podcast and show us all, and that all just fell apart. And so eventually I'm just going to pick up a copy. <laughs> yeah, might as well. It's it's one of my favorite games. It has the progression that I mentioned uh, earlier in the in our discussion, um, but it also just has this this bag pulling element where you're pulling tokens out of a bag in the hopes of not busting. And the more tokens that you pull out, the more points that you're getting, the more resources you're getting. And the wonderful thing about the game is, even if you do bust, uh, you still get to choose between gaining points or resources for that for that uh, that round of the game. Um, if you don't bust, you get both. You get the points and the resources, which feels really, really good when you do that. So I, I think the game does a great job of balancing those really good feelings when you do push your luck and you get the points and the resources 
but when you push a little bit too far and you fail, it still doesn't devastate you. Because yeah. I think there are plenty of games with luck and even pusher luck elements where it can be a little devastating and can ruin the fun of the game. Right. Quax yeah. has uh, walks that line really, really well. Yeah. Can, you, can you think of any other games that do that where you're there's a luck element, there's a chance element, but your your game isn't ruined. Your day isn't ruined if you have really, really bad luck in that game. Well, we can rule out God's uh, Shanna's number one is going to be that for sure. <laughs> oh, okay, nice, nice. So. My, my number one is Betrayal. <laughs> Uh it doesn't matter what you roll in that game like it's just such a fun game it's so great i'm not gonna lie like if we were to talk about those kinds of games betrayal is like my number one i will always go back to it but i didn't write it down as i'll press your luck it's because for me i like it because it's just lots of fun and we have a good group of friends that we don't mind role playing so we got Mm -hmm. one peach always tells the story especially to my students (laughs) about how we got the Frankenstein monster story. (laughs) And um, I was the haunt and I was building a new Frankenstein. And so part of my job was to like kill them and then create a Frankenstein monster. So I took their bodies back to the lab. And so like, if you're really like into it, you'll like drag the body along. the You know, it's just, it's lots of fun. Uh So if you're the right group of friends, you can really like, you know, role play. Cause I like D and D and like role playing games. For sure. Um, right. the, but there is luck, though. They're rolling, and then, oh, look, Chucky killed me. <laughs> like, you know, the, 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 right. the, the side of that is just the dichotomy. I really like that, where the the idea of luck in games, like I talk about it in terms of failing it, you're talking about it in terms of the story and how yeah. bad luck can sometimes lead to a great, memorable story, and mm-hmm. that could be just as fun as if you succeeded. And probably in those types of games, maybe more fun than if you had succeeded. Yeah. yeah 100%. Like, like, people knock on that game a lot because it's broke it's severely broken you know <laughs> and then, like there are times where if the house is laid out a certain way there's no way that you know the haunt can win or the survivors can win like you know it's just impossible but it doesn't matter because like right. you just restart and play it again and you're you know you'll have a great well, you time just call house rules and you fix it <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> well what happened uh, no, uh construction crew came in while you guys were here fixed that <laughs> hole <Yeah>. good <laughs> so uh my number two is um a uh, it's a storytelling game but it's one where uh it holds you because and it's fun because it's just action from the very first turn also by Rob Davio uh is Cthulhu Death May Die. And I love this game. Yeah. That game like the very first time you roll the dice you kill a monster uh, if you want, mm-hmm. you know, and right. and then it just does not stop the whole time and it's just so much fun to just roll dice and cite one of the older gods and win and go insane while you're doing it. And it's just, and it's just such a great time. So that's the thing I really like about that game. And we did talk about it on the podcast is where a lot of these games that deal with the, the Lovecraft mythos, the whole goal mm-hmm. is you don't want to summon the old ones. You don't want to, you know, be a part of this. You just want to report and get out. Uh, kind of, like Mountains like, of Madness was the same thing. Yeah. You, you want right. to find what you're here for and get out before you go insane. And this one is more like, no, 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 no. Maybe I can go a little bit insane because the more insane I get, the more powerful I become. Yeah. And it's yeah. you you really are walking Let a very... Let them come. <laughs> yeah, and the whole, the whole purpose is not like, oh, we have to stop this. Is now nah, bring them here. I'm going to take them out. Let right. them come. right. Uh, for me, like my, my second one would have to be um, Dune Imperium. Mm, uh, I love Dune Imperium. It's a so great good. so it's it's a great combination game. It's a worker placement game. It is a deck builder, and 
the fact that you can bring in if you don't have all of the people you need, you can bring in that that app that will mm-hmm. work against. I mean, and it does. Yeah, it really works against player. you, and it'll do anything, <laughs> you know, to to make sure you don't get that perfect setup that you need. Mm-hmm. So it's really good to yeah. uh, start making you think of different strategies. Not only are you working against somebody who can think. Uh, that's going to oppose you no matter what, but you also have, uh, you know, this artificial intelligence that that's the whole goal. It's, it doesn't think it just goes, eh, right. do this. Oh, that screwed you up. Oh, well, I'll do it again. <laughs> right. Yeah. And just the whole, I love deck building. I love being able to like, mm-hmm. you know, maximize your deck for, you know, the best, yeah, best uh, possible combination. The best, the best uh, play that you can get. Yeah. I, I haven't uh, gotten a good string. You got a lot of good strings on me. Yeah, you haven't beaten me yet. Oh, no, I beat you. You I, did? I, I think Once? we're tied now. All okay, right, okay. moving on. But anyway, <laughs> I've, n- I've never gotten some of those strings like you've gotten. Like, I've never oh, been able yeah. to build my deck quite like that. Yeah, I always look for cards that let me yeah. draw new cards and things like that. And I, I said that in the video we filmed last mm. week. We're like, uh, the Rick and Morty deck builder, I can get like 15 cards on the table by the end of my turn oh, wow. because I'll be like, oh, I have this card that lets me draw two. And then this one lets me pull this one on my, uh, on my discard pile and I get to draw two more cards. And <laughs> He's not allowed to play as a Jerry. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. He's kind of OP in the expansion. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> so that's Dan's second game there. Uh, so... Um- Right. One thing about yeah, Dune Imperium too that I think makes it really fun for me is that there are only you only really need ten victory points to win the game. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so even fairly early on in the game, you're if you earn a victory point, it feels like a huge deal. Yeah. I don't mind these vi- games like Tapestry. You mentioned Tapestry. You're going to end yeah. up with 200, 300 points. That's fun too. Yeah. But so, Dune Imperium, every point us. seems earned for some, <laughs> some of you. Get that many points. Yeah. But I really like that element of Dune Imperium that it. You you can see paths to gaining victory points, and when you gain them, it feels like, like that's ten percent of what you need to win right there. Yeah, on one point, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's something that we mentioned in our viticulture review. Is like when that first mm-hmm. wine order gets placed, then yeah. like you start sweating nervously, like oh no, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone else beat me to it, and so yeah, and like it's on the race is on after that, and yeah, it's the same kind of feeling for sure. I uh, I yeah. won that by the way. By the skin of my teeth. <laughs> oh, nice! Uh, one point. Yeah. By one point, it was uh, it was good. But I told him, you know, he had he had stiff competition. I am a farmer, so I know what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, PJ's a townie. Yeah, I am <laughs> through and through. What's your number three? Or I guess uh, or one, one, one or whatever. One. <laughs> your last one. <laughs> yeah, my third pick. Pr- I'm probably future. my number one game on this list is Ark Nova. Do you all oh, play Ark Nova? I want to play it so bad. I have really want to play that. Game. Yeah, this is a, again a fairly new game, but I've I've gotten maybe a dozen plays of it at this point. It's a game where you're you're building a zoo, and uh, this category for fun is the category of creation. When you when you're creating something, okay. and win or lose at the as you're playing and at the end of the game, you can look down at the table and see something amazing that you created. Um, in Ark Nova, that's a zoo. In, in Tapestry, it's your civilization. Viticulture, it's your, your vineyard. Mm-hmm. In Apiary, our newest game, it's a it's you know a hive ship for for space bees. You can see this theme in a lot of Stillmeyer games yeah. because yeah. it's something that I love in games that I can have fun in a game no matter how well I did if I can look down and see something amazing that I created over for the course sure. of the game. I think Ark Nova does that really well. In Ark Nova, it feels really earned because a lot of the cards have 
requirements. Like if I want to play a card, I don't just need the resources to play that card, but I also need to have X, Y, and Z to be eligible to play that card. Okay. So everything feels earned. Everything feels good and yeah. like an accomplishment when you, when you pull it off. Hmm. Yeah. So creation as, as fun in, uh, yeah. as my third category and my number one pick. That's a that's a biggie in our group too, like Baron Park. My number uh, three is, uh, is the exact great... yeah. opposite of his. Oh my gosh, it really yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, creation. Mine's devastation. Uh, my third, <laughs> my third is survive. <laughs> oh yeah, it is literally the opposite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I chose it is because like when these two play. <laughs> They destroy each other, and so mm-hmm. Angie and I win by default because uh, they forget that we exist. <laughs> it's just, I mean, we've been doing this kind of stuff for 24 years. It's its ingrained. We have to go after each other. Yeah. And fun fact, my boys that are in Gifted, they played that mm-hmm. game today again in my classroom. Did they? <laughs> they didn't even work on their project. Can we just play this one more time? Because they're, they're getting ideas for the board game, and they're, they're just there killing uh-huh. each other. I'm like, guys, you got to focus on GSA. <laughs> I love that game. That, so that one is a lot of fun. Uh, so my number one pick, um, I wasn't sure what I was going to pick for this one. I have like a million of them written down. But when you mentioned uh, the victory points in Dune Imperium and yeah. reminded me of Viticulture and everything, it I have to I have to go with Scythe because oh. um, the, again that sense yeah. of progression. Like, did you stop like schmoozing him? My God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, again, that sense of progression and uh, again that you get that feeling almost of dread when the first mech hits the map. And you're like, yeah. oh no, <laughs> like they can uh-huh. cross the rivers now. And yeah. so just there's some, and the world building of that too, with Jakob's oh. art is just so phenomenal. Good. So, and then all the upgraded resource tokens too, just enhancing like the tactility of it all. So that, I, like, the, I think I said it's beautiful. Yeah, it's such it a, is. I want to play, I just want to stare yeah, at it. Yeah. I just want to look at it all Well, day. like with Scythe too, like whenever <laughs> I want to, like whenever I want to play that game, immediately I think of like the tactile nature of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I like yeah. just putting the, the little metal ingots down for iron and stuff like that. And the sounds it generates, like it's such an experience for me that I think that's really what gets me in that game. He's such a nerd that he's like, listen to this. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh-huh. Doesn't that sound great? I'm like, oh, yeah. it sounds like money. I don't actually oh, have. Yeah. When you, when you <laughs> plop that neck down and it just goes, donk, you know, ah, oh, so good. When side, I designed around the concept of uh, double rewards. So on, on most yeah. turns, you're gaining at least two things. Like if you do an upgrade, not only are you making a cost lower, but you're also making a benefit higher. Mm-hmm, right. And you have even the player mat is structured around doing two, hopefully good, two good things on your turn, like doing the top benefit and the bottom benefit. Yeah. Um, so I, it's a little subtle thing that I try to build in there to make every turn feel really good, even when you're not doing complex things. Yeah. Yeah. Something we noticed too is uh, at, because we played Viticulture, your first game was we just played that like what a week, two weeks ago, uh, a week ago, a week and ago. um, we we can feel how a lot of the inspiration that Scythe got from it, and yes. you know, like especially yeah. with the player mat of putting things on the mat and they give you upgrades, you know, and certain mm-hmm. abilities and stuff, and uh, a lot of the bone work that created Scythe was definitely in that game, and we yeah, oh, yeah. we loved yeah. it. Oh yeah, it's so much fun. So, anyways, your your next game. <laughs> uh, so my so my number one game is vastly different from all of yours. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this one is strictly a party game, and mm-hmm. for me, it has to be Snake Oil. 
snake oil. Snake oil. I yes. really wish I would have known about There's snake a cat. oil. Sorry. You talk again. <laughs> I don't, whatever. I, I really wish I would have known about snake oil when I was teaching improv and doing uh-huh. improv in Los Angeles because that's I mean, that's all that game is, is hey, uh take two completely random things, put them together, and now go. Uh just improv your best yep. or worst. It's not for everyone. Product. Uh, no, it is oh, not hilarious. for everyone. But it's so good. We, we, um, we end up like falling to tears from laughing so hard. <laughs> we, I, yeah. I, I love creating the most ridiculous things, and it's and, you and know you can get dark. With oh, some it can of them. get really dark. <laughs> uh, it can get really dark, and it can also it can also go completely one eighty from what you, from when you thought. Like when we mm-hmm. did it at um, uh, Helix Tabletop uh-huh. Gaming. Um, Everybody thought that that uh, he has to wine taste. The one was gonna go extremely (laughs) dark, and he just flipped it around on us, and we were like, "Oh, oh, Oh, I get, oh, oh, yeah." Well, that wasn't quite as bad as I thought it was. The rooster, the tinsel rooster. Oh, was it? It was (sighs) right. He didn't use rooster though. He didn't use the word. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like. Whoa, whoa, like, because it was in, it was in Grandma's house. Jamie Stigmeyer, okay. I have a thing. Whenever we do Stonemeyer games, I always go, hey, Dan, do I know a super cool fact about my best friend, Jamie Stegmeyer? Usually I say no. <laughs> but I would like you to give us a live fun fact about you just for Dan. <laughs> and a little bit for me oh. because I think you are attractive. But anyway. <laughs> a live fun fact. Well, I do want to say one thing about Dan's pick real quick because – I think a, fun is different for for everyone. Like some of the things that I mentioned on my list might not be fun for other people. Mm-hmm. But I think if any if everyone can find a game that makes them laugh, I think laughter is like a universally yes. like it's part of the definition of fun. Yeah. So I love that you made that pick, and I think yeah. n- that might not be the game for everyone that makes everyone laugh. Probably a lot of people. I think we'll all but laugh. I know that <laughs> I have. A, yeah, but if I, I love that those types of games are out there where yeah. you can just laugh and have fun. For me, it's probably Telestrations is near the top of that list. Oh, see, um, I haven't played oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, Telestrated, yeah. That one's delightful. But that is that so, one is by far one of my favorite games. It's such a good game. It's nice. so much fun. Yeah. Uh, the two of us, well, we did it for the class yesterday. Um, and uh, the, those, yeah. those kids had no idea what they were, like, they had no idea what they were getting into. <laughs> but they um, loved it. But they loved it. We made yeah. them laugh. And it was just, what was it? I had a... The kids were supposed to be a lifeguard. We were trying to sell them on something. What did you have? Uh, hero gasoline. Hero, yeah, hero gas. <laughs> yeah, keep keep kids hero swimming gas. in the flags. You know, you just mix some <laughs> fire lines, and they stay in uh, the nice. lanes. <laughs> and uh, m- mine was a blood parrot. So that's great. You got a little parrot. You know, it senses blood. It tells you where it is. You uh-huh. know, you, bam, saved. Uh and of course, we we went back and forth on that one a lot of why no yours is bad because you're trying to kill people you're burning no 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 they're staying in their lane. But have oh. you played uh, fun employee? Fun fact. Not yet. Fun employee. I employed? ran back Not for yet. the fun fact. I have I haven't even heard of uh, fun employed. Yeah, it's on I my would wish highly, list, If you I like think, yeah. snake oil, it's it's very similar to okay. uh, to snake oil, and that you're like the, there's a couple different ways you can play, but the main you're you're pitching yourself for a job. To the other players, oh, the elevator pitch. and you're oh, okay. you're kind of drawing. I think you're you're given a job card that you're applying for, and then you you reveal the, the most fun way to play. I think is to reveal a card from the top of the deck that get, that says in like an attribute of who you are. Like it might say that you have an English accent, and you 
you don't have to act it out necessarily, but you have to describe why having an English accent makes you better. <laughs> and you have to do that four times. So you're randomly revealing four cards off the top of the deck. And sometimes they might even be contradictory. Like it might say English accent and the next card might say Spanish accent. And so you also have a Spanish accent somehow. And so it, it's, I would say it's very similar to the feeling of uh, of snake oil. I like this. Yeah. Have to and there's a, what was yeah. it called? I got right down. Fun employed. Fun it's on my it's Amazon wish list. Fun employed. Okay. I like this. We're going to have to look at your Amazon. I think you'll really enjoy that, Dan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. And my fun fact is tied to these style of games, which is that I, I, uh, I want to say terrified, but I really don't like public speaking. I don't <laughs> like the spotlight on me when okay. I am, especially in a big group of people that I don't know, but even in a small group of people. So these types of games, Snake Oil and Fun Employed, as much fun as I've had with them, they also make me really nervous because mm -hmm. it's me like presenting something and trying to be funny or whatever to other people makes me really, really nervous. So it's something okay. I've been trying to work on on camera. I'm much more comfortable. But um, but yeah, it's it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure I, it sounds like you all are, are don't have that element. And I'm glad you don't. <laughs> I do. Something about me. Yeah. I actually you do? do. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't like public yeah. speaking at all. Even in your classes? It, oh, your I'm class? great as a teacher. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's, yeah. it's ironic. If I know that you are like below me and i mean like as a, as a student yeah it's totally fine even yeah. if you're like 50 and you're a student i don't care because the word students are my brain's fine but the second that i know right. that you are a, my peer, peer. teacher or god forbid a principal or beyond that i am the quietest person you'll ever be like i don't talk because i just get nervous yeah the podcast helped That's me really interesting. with uh with this actually with like being more outgoing and everything and talking podcast with people help me talk slower <laughs> i have noticed yes yeah. you're welcome yes. reaching out to people especially the first time like we started to get fan mail and stuff uh, and we're like okay like you know people get us you know, like it's okay to just kind of mm. be weird you know, yeah just be weird and you know people will get it and yeah yeah so thank god because i'm nothing but <laughs> <laughs> thank you for giving me your fun fact <laughs> that's my fun fact yeah dan appreciated it i, yeah, do, whenever I we, do appreciate that so. whenever we do a stonemeyer game uh Shanna will hop on your blog and find find a random a random thing. I don't even from have you. to hop on your blog anymore. I know so much about you. I hope that's not creepy. <laughs> Just a <tease laughs> little bit. It's, it's public information. Yeah. Okay. And now, if I'm not on, Angie does it for me too. So that's, I got Angie that's and true. on it. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. There. That's all right. I was gonna say. Um. So I've I've been doing stage work for decades yeah. at this point. So yeah. this all is just secondary nature to me. Yeah. Yeah, I Dan, also have Dan no, likes talking in front of I people. have no problem making myself look like an absolute idiot because I am. <laughs> it comes so naturally. It does. <laughs> but, this was fun. Well, that's awesome. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. are you looking forward to your wine? Your your whiskey tasting? Yeah, I'm not much of a whiskey drinker, and so I'm. I'm yeah, me But neither, I'm there actually. with some like I'm with a friend who loves whiskey and knows a lot about it, so he's going to be describing all the important elements of it that I know nothing about. So that, I think that'll be fun. And I'm bringing bourbon ice cream, which nice. I, I will be looking forward to ending the night with that because I know that I like the bourbon ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yingling nice. does Yingling ice cream, actually. Very they do nice. a beer ice cream. Yeah. I, oh, did, really? I did a beer oh. tasting. Yeah, we're only my... like an hour away from the Yingling brewery. Yeah. yeah. But awesome. yeah, my my mother, my stepmom, monster, my stepmom, and PJ wanted to go do a beer tasting. I was like, yeah, we'll do an adult day. I'll come with you. But I don't like beer. I had a blast. I nice. fell asleep in the car. I have no memory. That's usually the best time, really. We bought, yeah. Ch we bought Chinese, apparently. 
So. Wow, it sounds like we, we all have really fun, Thank busy days. I have to go to a ballet in like an hour. My my oh, son who's no. telling me, Mom, it's 5.10 now. So oh my gosh. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, Jamie, it was a pleasure. Absolute pleasure to have yeah, you on. Always. Yeah. yeah it was so, good to see you all. Yeah, you, to too. See you too. It was lovely to see you too. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with the hoagies and the ballet. Um, hopefully some some gaming this weekend and uh, oh, for sure. yeah, look, let Definitely. me know when you when you post this. I I think it's a a great topic. I'm very curious to see what other people say what they find fun in in games. Uh, yeah, again, so, thank you so much and have a great weekend. We appreciate yeah. it. All okay. right, take thank care. I'll so see you all. Much. See you, Jamie. See ya. Bye.